honestly. We were just soft launching the bi-weekly format. We told you to watch this space. In fairness to us, we told you to watch the space. And if you weren't watching, that's on you, babe. It's not my problem. (laughs) We're fighting. Why are we fighting? Oh my god. Babe. Babe. Babe, I told you eight (laughs) times that it was (laughs) bi-weekly. We're just gaslighting the audience. <laughs> it's always been bi-weekly. No, I think it's like really interesting that you're telling me that it's every week when I know that I've only been doing it every other week. So, so I don't know. I don't know what podcast you're listening to. But it's not mine. And honestly, I thought we were better than this. But I guess not. Whatever. I guess not. It's fine. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I'm clearly fine. <laughs> I've clearly never been better. Based on that little performance, <laughs> I'm acting. Um, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, my child graduates from his puppy school on Sunday. Oh my god. Take lots of pictures. So I will. It's so exciting. Oh my god. Can they, like, live stream the graduation like they did for your university I'm convocation? I'll just walk across the room and be like, say hi to Logan. <laughs> I want I want him to wear the hat. He better wear the hat. If he doesn't wear the hat, I'm leaving him there. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm getting another dog. I would never. Aw, I'm so proud of him. Little Squidums doing his thing. Squid. The scholar. The scholar. He's a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar. He is. Notoriously. Notoriously so. Um, Logan got to come to a puppy class. Aww. And he decided to be on his worst behavior. <laughs> He said, Drake, I'm on my worst behavior. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't that bad, but he wasn't good. <laughs> I just, there's something about my presence that, like, sets, him <laughs> like, sets him off. And, like, 
he he seems to like really not he doesn't he doesn't behave well when I'm around. He's very <laughs> excited to see Logan, and I think that that throws him off. I think he wants to fight me. I think he wants to fight you with love and tenderness Aww. and respect. <laughs> I think that's it. But he, it, the class was a whole thing. We were locked out for the first fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, they just like wouldn't let us in. Um, and then. There was a lot of people being like, puppy, which was nice, but mm. I was also like, he's so heavy, I'm gonna lose it. Logan kept having to pull my shirt down. Pull your shirt down, pull your pull mask, mask up. up. It was a whole big thing. Passing me the leash when it fell out of my hands. Mm. Because we're not, we're not putting him on the ground. He lost there. those privileges. <laughs> he can go on the ground elsewhere. He can go on the ground when we're leaving there. Mm-hmm. But not in. He no. revoked. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> but I'm okay. This week is another one of those that just feels, like, extremely long. Mm-hmm. Today, I thought it should have been, like, 12.30, 1 o'clock, and it was 10.15. Ooh, that's right. And I went, ooh, starting early. <laughs> With the, what time should it be? Yeah. No, it's it's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those. So I'm just, you know, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. How are you? Excuse me. I'm great. Thank you for asking. You're so welcome. I'm so wonderful. I was just, like, ranting to Zoe for, like, a very long time prior to recording. It's just been, like, a very busy few months, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) This year kind of, like, started off in, like, a stressful, like, just, like, a a stressful place. And it's just, like, continued to get more stressful. Um, I moved a few weeks ago. We talked about that. And I just feel like I haven't really had time to get, like, fully settled in because I've been, like, dealing with, like, so many other aspects of, like, moving and stuff like that. So it's just been, like, a whole big thing. So I'm, like, tired and I would just like to not do anything. (laughs) That seems to be hard. (laughs) No, that seems to be hard. But I'm hoping that at some point. (laughs) Soon. I have my fingers crossed for you. Some point soon. um, I was saying this to Zoe, but it's, like, I just have not had, like, a weekend that I can just spend weekending at my apartment doing nothing. Yeah. It's like I've either been like unpacking and trying to get settled or I've been like at my old house like helping my mom get packed and like building IKEA bed frames. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was a true test of like our friendship, I think. <laughs> and I'm so I think you were probably the only person that I could have built that with. That means a lot to me. Because like if I had like if my mom had been there trying to help me build it, <laughs> we would have lost Lives would have been lost. Mick frickin' lost it. Mick frickin' lost it. Like, I think some, like, there's just, like, certain people where you're, like, yeah. you're the person I need to have in that situation. Because yeah. anybody else. Where I'm just like, I'll hold this and we'll just figure yeah. it out. No, and, like, you had, like, you had the forethought to be like, let's watch a YouTube video. Like, I feel like that would have occurred to me at some point. Yeah. But, like, past the point of no return. I understand. Whereas, like, you were on top of it. You were like, like okay. <laughs> We're struggling a little bit. Let's, Let's pull up a YouTube video. Take to the tube. <laughs> Let's take to the tube and see what other people are doing. And then it was a lot of searching there because I was like, this is not right. This yeah. is not where we are. So, but we got it done. And then that was actually really helpful the next day when I was building my desk. And there was a part where I was like, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to do this. And so I was like, what YouTube. would Zoe do? <laughs> she would watch a YouTube, YouTube. video. Unrelated. Trisha video. <laughs> <laughs> and then get back into it. So I did that. Um, so yeah, it's just it's been very very busy, um, and I would just like it to be maybe like not so busy. Yeah, a little bit. If we could ask for that, <laughs> I don't know. Call just me crazy. Like, ooh, a little bit less busy. Um, and I feel like today this week I've seen so many like 
tweets from people being like, two years ago, this was our last normal week. And I was like, oh, I know. Enough. It. It's like, <laughs> I know it's true, but also, like, uh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, we get it. It's not quirky or cute at it's this point. Just, like, it's, like, very sad that we're still here. Because it's like, I do, like, I go back and, like, I'll look at, like, my Instagram archive yeah. and, like, my memory from the other day was... I had gone out for my friend Steph's birthday, and it yeah. was, like, the last yeah. outing that we had before COVID hit. It was, like, the weekend before the world shut down, and it was just, like, oh, God. Like, just remember, <laughs> like, we were so blithely unaware. It was, like, we knew that there was this yeah. thing. But and, it wasn't But it, it was just, like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I always think about, like, literally that day going home <sighs> that from Friday, work, And we were, like... You know what? Like, we all had plans to go eat and see a movie, but it was like, you know what? We're all kind of tired, and, like, we'll just go next week. What? Will we? We haven't been in three years. Spoiler alert. They did not go next <laughs> week. Not. No, it's so, like, that's just so crazy. Like, that, like, just, uh, just the anniversary of that is, like, Again. wild. And it's just, like, and I've seen TikToks, too, of, like, people, like, reminiscing about the, the early first, days of, like, lockdown. The, the Oh, the whipped coffee. The tiger king of it all. The renegade. The renegade. <laughs> Say so. Like, it's just, like, it's so, it's so insane and, like, sick. Yeah. <laughs> that You're people sick. are, like, romanticizing the early. Yeah. But it's, like, I also kind of That's get it. That's all we have. Because it was, like... There was that period of time where it was just, like, we get to work from home for two weeks. Yeah. So it's, like, a fun little break. That this was will be nice. So lit. Like, okay, see you guys in a couple weeks. And here we are two years later. <laughs> Still very much of it. Just a few weeks. Just a few weeks. So it's just, it's a crazy time, yeah. honestly. Yeah. We're doing our best. <laughs> I Like, I don't know. We're doing something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it is my best, but it's... I'm doing what I'm doing, and that's and that's all we can. That's gonna have that's to be all okay. We can offer at this point. It's gonna have to do. <laughs> You're gonna have to take that, <laughs> take it, and do what you will with it. <laughs> have you been consuming any content in the past couple of weeks? I finished the second book <laughs> of the Mindfuck <laughs> series, Logan. <laughs> would that be good for you? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> I also realized something last night mm-hmm. as I was, like, adjusting the dates on when I read it, um, that the pen name is S.T. Abby. Yeah. Which is Stabby. Stabby. And that made me want to kill myself. I literally just, like, had that no. revelation at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Stabby. 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 I'm gonna shake you. Stabby. Oh my god, my mind is blown. Stabby. 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 Stabby girl. Stabby girl. She really committed to that. She committed. Honestly, slay. Honestly, (laughs) slay. Dare I say? Slay. Girl boss. (laughs) Um. Not getting any better. No. No. Um. They always end on, like, a like a cliffhanger of, like, oh, what's gonna happen next? And it's, like, they're 95 pages. Like, you could have told me. You could have <laughs> added those together and had, like, one cliffhanger, yeah. and then I'll read the second. But it's just, like, every book, I'm like, this is just... 
Now I have to, like, I... Yeah, I'm you're not stuck. getting. I'm not getting a complete story in any book, mm-hmm. so I feel like I have to read them. Yeah. But I don't. I feel <laughs> so. I don't want to. <laughs> I feel so led astray. Yeah. I feel so led astray. Um, and then I read Hook, Line, and Sinker, and it was like I was eating that up, and I was like, now I don't know if it is really good or I've just been reading something that I didn't like. You've just been deprived yeah. for so long. Because I was like, yes. No, Hook, Line, and Sinker was it really was good. Really good. I really enjoyed it. I like that dynamic of them better. Than, I know that's controversial for you, but for me, I liked them. <laughs> that was my my pick. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew this would tear us apart on this day. You liked Fox and Hannah more than Brendan and Piper. I did. I don't know why. I love them both. But they're both great in their own ways. You know. Yeah. Each brings something unique Different. to the table. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Piper brought herself to the table. <laughs> She did. <laughs> um, no, Hook, Line, and Sinker was very good. It was. It Happened One Summer will always be my one true love. Yeah. And Hook, Line, and Sinker, we just have to pretend that a part of it didn't exist. And then it's better. The, it ruined it. It ruined it right at the end for me. The, okay, so Zoe and I have already, like, conversed yes. about this, but I feel like we need to bring it to the podcast. <laughs> bring it to the, the podcast. Podcast. Pod- podcast. Because we are nothing if not honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's an epilogue mm-hmm. at the end of Hook, Line, and Sinker, which is generally where you find epilogues. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as, I, as soon as I read the first three words on the page, I was like, I'm not no. going to laugh at this. Because the first three words are ten years later. No. Mm, no. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Immediately no. Immediately no. <laughs> I'm I... telling you, no. I've seen what I needed to see. And I said this to Zoe yesterday. I personally, I'm not like a huge epilogue girly. It's not, especially if I'm reading like a romance, yeah. I don't need an epilogue necessarily. No, it be- ends where it ends. It, because th- this is the thing. I am reading a romance knowing that it's going to end in a happily ever after. Yeah. I don't need more happily ever after. Tessa like, Bailey's calling us. <laughs> She's Tessa Bailey's phoning in. But, like, it ends, and it's just, like, Hannah and Fox are together. You know that Hannah is gonna have, like, this new business venture that yeah. she's starting on, and Fox... It's, like, open-ended, but not... And, like, Fox is gonna, like, take on, and he's gonna be captain of the Delaray. Fantastic. And, like, you know, that's, that's how it ends. Yeah. And, like, you can draw your own conclusions yeah, what about what next. happens next. I don't need an epilogue sent 10 years later. Like, if anything, if you're gonna do an epilogue, do it, like, months to a year later. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine if you want to show that they're a little bit more established in their careers and their relationship. That's fine. But 10 years later? We didn't need it. We didn't need it. We didn't need it, and it killed the vibe. (laughs) Because, like, it killed the vibe. As I suspected, children Children. were involved. And a moose. Okay. I didn't understand. I'm so happy you brought that up. <laughs> I, I had to. I had no choice. That was, because, be, like, that was, like, the big, the big moment. plot point of yeah, the epilogue was the moose. And I was like, I don't, I was like, did I miss an inside joke? Yeah, I was like, was a moose brought up earlier like, in this? Did I miss that? Yeah, I didn't understand, but that's okay. <laughs> the kids of it all took me out of it. And listen, it's not that I, like, dislike children. But it's just, like, when I'm, like, reading, like, a romance... Again, I was, like, trying to There's explain this to Zoe. There's nothing romantic about children. 
like honestly tea and it's just like if like i'm reading a romance because it's like a fantasy it's like an escape from reality children are too rooted in reality (laughs) yes you know it's just like i'm not even like opposed to the idea of like having a child one day but it's like that is too much responsibility for me to be thinking about like while i'm reading a romance and like I think it's sick that people purposefully read accidental pregnancy trope romances. I hate that. I think it's sick that I people seek that out. I think you should be institutionalized. A hundred percent. So, there's that. Um, it's just, like, it's not for me personally, so the epilogue was, like, a little bit of... A, it was just unnecessary. To me, yeah. I did not need it. Um, I think the epilogue would have been cuter if it was just, like, a year later or something like that. Yeah. And it was, like, New Hannah, job. Hannah and Fox going to visit Piper after she gave birth to her and yeah. Brendan's first kid or something. And you have, like, a cute little, like, family moment. Yeah. Even removing children. Mm-hmm. Even just them going to the wedding. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Brendan and Piper's wedding. Yeah. Like, show us, show us the wedding. I don't, I don't want the children. No. I didn't want them. I don't want the moose. I don't want the children. Get the moose out of here. Get the moose out of my story. And then my other qualm with hook, line, and sinker, which again, I told this to Zoe already, so I apologize. This is a repeat conversation. <laughs> but it was, so like, the whole like, characterization, characterization, <laughs> character, character. characterization of Fox is that he's like this notorious Bad flirt, <laughs> like playboy, like womanizer, like canceled down, like commitment phobe, yeah. whatever hit it and quit it kind of guy and like we know that that gets like that is like laid down in the first book and then they continue and it but it just kept getting brought up no it was like i said this to logan too when we talked about it but it was very eros being like i'm a monster monster. (laughs) every two pages and it's like okay so i know that was like a bit much it was like every other page she's just like i i'm good for nothing other than sex i'm not a piece of meat and i'm like all right um so that was like a little bit like and then also the the will they won't they of it all because like you know that they will like that's the thing yeah you're reading this romance you know how it happened one summer went like you like you know that they will but when it like and i See, I, I loved that. <laughs> I normally I like a will. It was yeah. just like it was too, too much. It was too much of like going like right up to yeah. the point, and then being like, "Nope, kidding," and then being like, "Eh, no." <laughs> joking. I could. I would have been okay with it like once or twice, but it yeah. just like happened a lot. Also, I feel cheated because I went back and checked, and it happened one summer, and there are like yeah. four. I was spicy thinking that scenes, too, and we only got like. Two and a half in Hook, Line, and Sinker. No, I was thinking that too because I was like, I remember more of this in the first book. There is more. There's the scene when Piper comes over for dinner. There's There's the the scene in the hospital. There's the hospital. There's the boat. I forgot about the hospital. (laughs) Um, And then there's the scene at the hotel in Seattle. Yeah. Four. Count them four. And they're all burned (laughs) in my memory. And we only got, like, two, two and a half yeah. with Hannah and Fox. Yeah. So, and I'm like, really? I know. You're going to do all this talking about how great Fox is? Like, and then we don't see and it! And then we barely get any? Tessa. <laughs> Tessa! But no, it was Could really... Could have taken out the epilogue and just give us <laughs> an epilogue of more <laughs> Literally, spice. though. But no, it was really cute. I, um, 
I feel like I was doing a lot of complaining about it, but I actually, <laughs> I really liked it. I love pining. It's my favorite yeah. trope in any sort of Pining's book. Pining's really good. And I just, there was so much of it in this book mm-hmm. that I was like, yes. Yeah. Also, okay, maybe this is just me. Didn't you think that, like, the Sergei of it all was going to be, like... I thought that was going to be a third act conflict. <laughs> I thought that was going to be, like, more of, like, the overall plot. Yeah. I feel like... Because, like, the book starts off, and it's, like, Hannah has this, like, crush on, like, the director that she's working with or whatever. And based on the synopsis of the book, you kind of think that it's going to be, like, oh, Fox is going to, like, help her try to, like, get with the director. But then, like, along the way, he's going to, like, realize that he has feelings for her and all of this stuff. That gets, like, dropped pretty quickly, and Hannah's like, oh, I actually don't have a crush on Sergei anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that it was going to take her longer to, like, I knew right away that Fox was like, oh... I, he has I'm a bad. Yeah. But I thought it would take her at, like, mid-book yes. to be like, oh. But, like, pretty much, like, off yeah, the bat. They were like, both like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? I thought there was gonna be, like, a little bit more of, like, yeah. her trying to, like, make Sergei jealous by, like, hanging out with Fox yeah. and, like... There was also a lot of times where I was like, don't do this, and then they did it, and I was like, great. But, like, <laughs> miscommunication. I thought there was, like, several moments where I was like, don't have the miscommunication and trope. They did. And then they just... Solved it. I was like, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Thank you, you spoke about it. Thank you. No, I liked that so much. Like, when Fox is, like, having, like, his, like, internal yeah. dialogue with himself. He's like, I just have to say it. And then yeah. he did. And I was like, oh. Thank you. Thank you, Fox. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. They could have, she could have just added the miscommunication in and then yeah. I would have been out. But she didn't. No. We she did that for us. She did that for us. No, we don't stand miscommunication in this house. No. Mm-mm. No, These two chatty Cathy's? <laughs> I don't think so. Couldn't be us. <laughs> Couldn't be us. Um, but that, those are really the only two things that I've been. I'm tinnitus all of a sudden. <laughs> Sound drop. Like, not the tinnitus. Um, what about you? Have um, you been consuming any tent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. Thank you for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, hook, line, and sinker, obviously, that was, that was major. Yeah. <laughs> Look. I'll, I'll say, say it. it. <laughs> um, that was great. I read, I've talked about it, I think, like, on the last episode, but I read this book called Better Off Red by Rebecca Weatherspoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, it had such a promising premise. It's, like, about this, like, sorority that's run by, like, vampires. It's, like, very it sapphic. Great. And, like, I feel like it was potentially really good, and it kind of just, like, wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was, like, insta-love. Like, insta mm. Like, not even, like, insta-attraction. Yeah. Like, insta-love. I hate that. It's just, like, not my favorite. Give me pining. Or give me death. Like, with insta-love, it's just, like, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's like, we're here. Like, if you're, if, like, if I'm on page 50 and you're already, like, I love you. Yeah. And they're, like, I love you, too. It's, like, great. So, what's the rest of the story? Like, where do we go from here, you know? Because then you know miscommunication is yeah. going to rear her ugly head. But then, like, there wasn't like, it was very, like, not, um, there was, like, little, like, little to no conflict, which I, like, don't mind, because, like, I normally get really annoyed at, like, the third act conflict. Yeah. I'm like, I, we don't need this. Yes. <laughs> but it was just, like, so, like, bleh. Yeah. I don't know. It had potential. <laughs> Even, like, the spice was kind of, like, eh. Uh, yeah. And it was, like, vampire orgies. How do they not make that good? It was just kind of like, okay, you know, <laughs> I got it. Just like, wasn't really, it was okay. It was, fine. it was fine. I paid real money for that book though. Ugh. 
And I do regret it. That's the only thing that's getting me through this promised Dexter Criminal Minds <laughs> saga. The lies. The lies. The lies. The bullshit and the lies. Um, so there's that. I finished that at the beginning of the month. And then I was going to dive immediately into Hook, Line, and Sinker because that came out on the 1st of March. But then, like, I was scared. I was yeah. so scared. Like, yeah. I, I'd been waiting for it for so long. And then as soon as... the first one's so good, you don't want it to just be yeah. like, okay. Exactly. Because I'm like, as soon as I had it in my hands, I was like, I can't... I, no. I can't You're dive like, it's going to be right bad. <laughs> because, like, it happened one summer. It was, like, magical to me. Yeah fundamentally changed me as a person and so I was just like I was so scared I was like what if this doesn't live up to it yeah. and I'm like also I was just like I just don't want to say goodbye to these characters yet like I don't want to finish there's it there's not more sisters I know right can we like introduce like a third mystery sister right uh, so, let's fast forward like 40 more years. and get the kids let's keep it I had going. that thought too I was like maybe maybe keep that's why the go. kids were there's two sisters <laughs> keep it going I had the same thought. I was like, maybe that was why she included the kids in the epilogue. Um, <laughs> we're crazy. No, we're deranged. And so I was like, I, I, I wasn't emotionally ready to read Hook, Line, and Sinker. So I was like, okay, let's read something else and like work up to yeah. that. So I read this book called Dear Enemy by Kristen Callahan. I had seen a single TikTok <laughs> and that's all it took. It was, like, a single TikTok with, like, a little excerpt from, like, a yeah. spicy scene, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, hell fucking yeah, sign me up. Um, had not really seen it talked about a lot on TikTok. I think I've seen, like, one of her other books talked about before, but, like, not an author that I see get a lot of play. I don't see her books a lot pop up on TikTok. So I kind of went into it with, like, little to no expectations. Yeah. I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, I saw an excerpt. It hooked yeah. me. <laughs> like, let's I'm see. Here. <laughs> Um, honestly, contender for, like, favorite romance of the year. It was incredible. Incredible. It is a slow burn childhood enemies to lovers, which is the superior enemies to lovers (laughs) trope. Like, let's be fucking real. Long-standing enemies. Like, nothing is better than childhood enemies to lovers. Yeah. Because that is so much more realistic. Yeah. Why do you, as an adult, have an enemy? enemy. <laughs> Be a grown-up. You know? It's just, like, but chi- everyone yeah. has that, like, enemy when they're a yeah. child. And, of course, it's always somebody you like. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the whole thing. Because that's, <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. So, it's also dual POV, which is the only yes. way to tell an enemies to lovers story. Because yeah. you need both perspectives. Yeah. Um, forced proximity we love (laughs) um and the whole it's always been you trope yeah (laughs) it was literally like she went inside my brain and like (laughs) picked out all my favorite tropes and then wrote a really amazing book um it's about okay when i tell you the guy's name you're gonna lose it no his name's macon m-a-c-o-n and so when I first read that, in my mind, I was like, that can't be pronounced Macon. It must be, like, Mason with, like, a soft C or something. <laughs> you know, like, Garçon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, no, there's literally a line in the book that explains that it rhymes with Bacon. No. So his name is Macon. No. So I will say that was, like, the one thing where I was like, I don't know how I feel about that name. I've never heard that name before. Maybe it's common. I don't know. But it's about Macon. Oh, it just makes me think of Georgia. Like, isn't there a place called Macon, Georgia? Oh, I think you're right. That's and that the makes only sense thing. because they were from the South. Oh, are they? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Okay, you're on to something. Okay. So it's about Macon and Delilah. And right, I love Delilah. And so basically, hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? What's it like? A thousand miles away, but girl, girl. (laughs) you look so pretty. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. Macon and Delilah, they have known each other since childhood and have hated each other since childhood. For them, Macon dated Samantha, who's Delilah's sister. Oh, all throughout like middle and high school. Yeah. And that just kind of, like, made Macon and Delilah hate each other even more. She was kind of always the third wheel, and, like, there was just, they butted heads constantly. Then prom happens, something happens, Delilah is humiliated, she blames Macon for it, and the same night he ends up breaking up with Sam, and then, like, him and Delilah have not spoken since. Here we are ten years later. Okay. Ten years later. <laughs> ten years later. In this case, I was happy to see the words ten years later. Um, they are now both living in Los Angeles. Delilah is a very successful chef. Love that. And Macon is the, like, up-and-coming star on, like, a Game of Thrones type show. Okay. Does he write fan fiction about himself Thank on God Game no. of Thrones show? Okay. Thank God, God no. Good. Good. Um, so basically, through a series of, like, mistaken texts that were not meant to for each other, they get back in touch. And so basically, Delilah finds out that, like, Sam, her sister, who is, like, kind of, like, this flighty, mm, little bitchy person, had been, like, working as Megan's assistant for, like, a few weeks. And then she basically, like, just took off, like, split one day, but took, like, this, like, priceless family heirloom with her. Okay. And so Megan is basically like, okay, great. Hey, Delilah, it's nice to talk to you after all this time. Um, I'm going to be calling the police and reporting your sister for stealing my property. <laughs> yeah. And Delilah's like, no, please don't do that. Like, it will kill my mother yeah. to, like, know that Sam's in this kind of trouble. Like, please don't do it. And he's like, mm, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, like, please, like, give me, give me time and I'll, like, find her. Yeah. Get your watch back, whatever. And he's like, okay, you have three days. And if you don't bring your sister to me or, like, bring my watch back, I am calling the police. Yeah. She's like, okay, great. Three days goes by, cannot find her sister. Like, Sam is completely split off the map, just, like, does not want to be found. So Delilah goes to Macon, and she's like, hey, couldn't find my sister, couldn't find your watch, but here's, like, $50,000. Like, consider this. Like, this is my life savings to pay off the debt. Like, I'm doing this for my sister. And Macon's like... I can't take your money. <laughs> and you think, oh, that's nice. Like, he doesn't want to take your life yeah. savings. That's really sweet. And Delilah's like, no, like, seriously, like, take this money. He's like, no, I can't take it because the watch costs $280,000. <laughs> oh. He's like, this doesn't come close to paying it off. <laughs> he's like, cute. And he's like, so I'm just going to pick up the yeah. phone now and call 911. And Delilah's like, please don't do that. Like, please yeah. do not do it. It will kill my mother. She was just like, how about this? I will work as your personal chef for a year. She's like, you see where this is I going. I saw where it was going. She's like, I will work as your personal chef for a year, and instead of paying me a salary, you can just use the money that you would pay me yeah, to, like, to take off take off this yeah. debt. And he was like, um, okay, well, if you were my personal chef, you wouldn't be making that much money. <laughs> He's like, so why don't you work as my personal assistant, too, yeah. and then the combined salaries will maybe pay off this stupid yeah. watch that your sister stole. And so she's like, fine, you have yourself a deal. So she moves in to his little beach house in Malibu. Love that. And oh my god, I almost forgot the best part. Almost forgot the best part. He was recently in a car accident. So he is recovering. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best part. No, but he was like recovering yeah. from like his injuries. And so like she has to take care of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. There is nothing better than having to like somebody taking care of their enemy. <laughs> yes. 
incredible. So anyway, she moves in. She starts working for him. And they're, oh my god, there's so much good banter. The bants is there. And what I loved is that even when they started becoming, like, romantic, the banter did not stop. Don't you hate that when you're yes. reading, like, an enemies to lovers and there's such good banter in the beginning? And then all of a sudden it's, like, f- too flowery. Yes. And you're like, no. But the banter was there. Let them be there. sarcastic. It was re- there regardless. It was so good. Um, and then, so, like, it was great. This book had me, like, laughing out loud. I, like, was loving it so much. And then, and then it just, like, was making me cry. And, like... Considering I cry at the drop of a yeah. hat most any other time, it actually takes a lot for, like, a book to make me cry. Yeah. Like, it really has to be, like, a Taylor Jenkins Reid <laughs> level of, like, emotional destruction. Something. I, Got I can't, you. I can't even blame it on, like, my hormones or anything. Like, this was just the book Good. just, like, was making me cry <laughs> because there's, like, once him and Delilah, like, realize that they have feelings for each other, like, she's, like, still very hesitant because she's just, yeah. like... You, like, made my life, like, a living hell when we were kids, yeah. and, like, I just don't know if I can trust you, blah, 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 blah. And so he, like, brings her this, like, stack of letters. Yeah. And basically the, like, first one is this letter that he had written to her after yeah. the thing that the happened thing at prom. And it was, like, him, like, apologizing yeah. for it, and he had, like, gotten her, like, a necklace. Oh. And so he, like, gives her this letter to read, like, all these years later, and he was just like, I, like, I sent this to you. But you sent it back. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I've never seen this letter before in my life. Her sister Sam. had gotten it. Yeah. yeah, you fucking know it was that. Yeah. You fucking know it was that nasty yeah. bitch Sam. Yeah. yeah. Had written return to sender on it and sent it back. So all these years, Megan thought That's that was Delilah. That's another amazing trope. Mm. That I sent you this and you never got it. Mm. That's always good. So like, all these years, Megan thought that like, she had sent it back and wanted nothing to do with him. That's what he thought. So then he hands her this other stack of letters. Despite all, despite that, despite thinking she wanted nothing to do with him, he still wrote her all these letters that he never sent to her. But like, anytime something happened in his life, he would write a letter to her. So he has all these letters that he gives her in the to read. And he's like, "This, like, this is everything yeah. I have." Like, I like if you. If after this you still don't, like, want to yeah. be with me, like, that's fine. But, like, I just need you to know. Yeah. I was sobbing. There's a part, I have to, like, read this one part. In, like, the first letter, like, the one that he sends her after, like, the prom thing. The one that, like, he thought that she, like, sent back to him. Yeah. How does he end it? He says, your face is familiar to me as my own. Now that I know I won't ever see yours again, it feels as though a part of me has died. Do you really think that's because you're my enemy? bitch when i tell you i was <laughs> sobbing the entire time it was so good i'm obsessed with that book was it on kindle unlimited it's on kindle unlimited okay i like okay five stars i just like i don't know so, like when it clicks it clicks yeah. you know i don't know how to I'll explain have to, like read the next in the series and then read that one yes and then pace it with a good book <laughs> it was so good it's like like you're I said, the only TikTok girly I trust. Oh my god, I try to deliver. Like I said, it's slow burn. They literally do not get together until like eighty percent of the way through the book. Like it's like, but it's it is so good. It is so worth it. Yeah, I love them so much. <laughs> like Macon, Macon Saint, new boyfriend, like Saint? new book boyfriend material. Yeah, yeah. Macon Saint. Yeah, the Macon of it. It all. doesn't roll off the tongue, no. but respect respect 
Oh my god, Mosby. Oh my god. <laughs> this fucking book. So, like, growing up, like, and, like, even now, like, everybody just, like, called him Saint, like, called yeah. him by his last name. But, like, Delilah, like, always just called him Macon. Yeah. And so, like, at one point in the book, she, like, calls him Saint, and he's like, don't call me that. And, like, she gets offended, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, okay, like, sorry, everyone like, does. everyone else yeah. does. And he's just like, yeah, but, like, only you call me Macon, and, like, I like the way it sounds, Aww. basically. And I'm like... I'm throwing <laughs> up, <laughs> pissing and shitting. No, like, literally, <laughs> it's so good. Like, I don't know how to explain. There are just, like, some romances, like, people meet on vacation, it happened one summer, the love hypothesis, they just, they, like, scratch something inside yeah. my brain, like, there's just something that clicks, there's, like, that spark, and it's just, like, I'm obsessed, and That's dear that. enemy, it just, it did it for me. I'll be jotting that one down. <laughs> you should. And then, there's, uh, you like, I'm gonna add it to my Goodreads right now. There's, like, a sequel, but, like, not a sequel... But it's, like, set in the same universe, and I think, like, Macon and Delilah kind of, like, make an appearance in this book. It's called Make It Sweet. Okay. And I guess, like, the female main character in that is, like, Macon's co-worker, like, co-star on the show. But, like, she hasn't been... You don't get introduced to her in Dear Enemy, so I know nothing about her, but Dear Enemy was so good. So I feel like I will be reading Make It Sweet at some point, because Dear Enemy was so... (laughs) had it it was so good it was like it was so good like i finished it like a week ago and i have not stopped thinking about it (laughs) those are the best i just like i'll go back and like read my little like highlights and i was like you're like read it again from the beginning like on like the thought has crossed my mind i'm not kidding just reread it happened one summer and then reread that back to back i think i would like explode (laughs) i can't it's so good Oh my god. Incredible. We love, we stand. You have to. It's added to the list. And it's on Kindle Unlimited, so even so better. Even better, no I know. reason not to read it. I was so excited, because, like, when I decided that I wanted to read it, I was like, oh, okay, like, let's see, like, do I have to, like, get it from the library, like, what? And then I went, it was on Kindle Unlimited, and I was like, okay, incredible. <laughs> and then it ended up being, like, my new favorite book. Like, contender for top romance of the year. And that's, that's a big one. It's a big title. <laughs> love it. Blushing. It was so good. <laughs> so cute. I love them. Aww. Aww. What's going on in the world? Oh my god. I feel like <laughs> my toe just moves. <laughs> it's an anxious thing. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta hold your toe and move it. Amen, sister. <laughs> um, I feel like do we need to talk about the David Jeff, Jeff situation. <laughs> situation. I feel like it's a must. Because we talked about it on the last episode, and like things have happened since then. Things have happened. There have been um, developments. Developments. <laughs> Thank you. Could not think of the word. <laughs> so I think the last time we talked about it, um, you were just like filling me in on the situation. Yes. Jeff had like just kind of come out and started speaking out against David and had like officially been like I am done with him I want nothing to do with him and Ethan from H3 was like sick let's have you on H3 yeah. like, let's talk about I it I support you I support I'll you I'll help you with I want to be your best friend I'll help you with lawyers anything you need my dude yeah well <laughs> <laughs> someone did not take to those kindly things have taken a turn and basically um on one of the episodes of H3 Ethan is, like, cracking jokes, yeah. as he does. There was literally nothing 
that would even make you have like a oh wait what did you say that was rude like ethan was reacting to an episode of jeff's podcast and jeff had his friend i don't know what his name is but he was on and like ethan was just like cracking jokes because like the the guy was like very clearly not he was like lifting weights and he was like on his phone he like interrupted one time to be like oh someone liked my picture on instagram like as Jeff was talking about, like, very serious things, like, pouring his life story out. And this guy's like, oh, he just liked my... Casey Neistat, that's who it was. Yeah, liked it was. my Instagram post. It's like, okay. And so, like, Ethan is just, like, making jokes about it. And it's, like, it's literally not that serious. It's like, no. Ethan can, like, be an asshole. Like, we've yeah. all witnessed that before. But it was, like, very tame oh, for it him. Was, <laughs> it was not even anything. Like, it was all in good fun. And so then basically we found out, I think like this week or the end of last week, that that guy, Jeff's friend, literally like stalked Ethan's house on got two into the occasions, gated got into lied. the gated community, <laughs> lied his way through to get into the gated community, drove by Ethan's house, was like taking pictures of his car and like through the window of his yeah. house, which is so scary considering Ethan lives with his wife and two small children. Like, literally a newborn child and a two-year-old. Like, okay. And then, like, this guy was, like, on Instagram, like, basically, like, threatening Ethan, yeah. being like, I know where you live. Yeah. So Ethan was like, um, suffice to say, Jeff is not coming on the podcast. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> he won't be here. So that happened. But then, simultaneously, while that's happening, Jeff puts out another podcast slash video about the David Dobrik of it all. Yeah. Where Jason told him that he would like what happened in the video. Jason's like, you'll either love it or you'll hate it. Okay. It's like, Jace, I, <laughs> I think we know. know. <laughs> I think we know. Um, so actually, did we talk about it? Because I think, like, we didn't record last week, but, like, did we talk about, like, Jeff was like, oh yeah, David was basically oh, claiming no. that it was... I don't think we did. Yeah, so we found out, I think, in, like, a video from, like, last week that David is basically claiming that the excavator accident was Jeff's fault. Yeah, it was his idea Mm -hmm. that he wanted to go on it and swing it fast and that he was pushing David to do that. Mm -hmm. And then David went ahead and did it it. because he's a good friend. Yeah. Like, I again, you and I have had this conversation already, but it's like... If I, if I as, like, your best friend or close friend come to you and I'm like, I want to do this crazy, death-defying stunt. No. (laughs) Like, you as my friend should go, no, No. you shouldn't do that. And what you really shouldn't do is then go, well, I guess I'll operate it for you. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you came to me and you were like, I want to swing from an excavator in a shallow Body body of water, I'd go... That's dumb. You're going to kill yourself. <laughs> That's deeply stupid. You're going to kill yourself. And then if you went, oh, come on. Like, just like you drive it and swing me around and be like, no, if you're going to do it, I'm definitely not driving. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you should do it with anyone driving. No. And so it's it's so sick that David is trying to pass this off as being like Jeff's idea because it's like we've all seen the footage. We all know it was David operating the excavator. I don't care if Jeff was begging on his hands and knees for you to do yeah. this. You, as an adult with a brain, should be seemingly. like... Seemingly. <laughs> so we've been told, should be like, no, I'm not involving myself in yeah. this. If Jeff still wants to do it, that's fine. That's his business. He's going to have to find somebody else yeah. to drive the excavator. Yeah. 
So that was kind of the revelation from last week. Then Jeff does another podcast this week because David has broken his silence finally. And he decided to take to his podcast views. Yeah. Which, first of all, I don't know if we've talked about this before or if Ethan has talked about this before, Mm. but the setup of that podcast makes me laugh hysterically looking at it. Because it's David and Jason's podcast. Yeah, but But Jason's sitting on the guest couch. There's a desk with David behind it, and there's a guest couch where Jason sits. Yeah. It's both of their podcasts. Also, doesn't Jason get, like, 10% of it or something? Yeah, it's like 80-20 or something like that. That's a good split for a 50-year-old man. Yeah. Oh, seems fair. That's good. Um, so basically after, like, this accident happened almost two years ago. Um, and now all of a sudden David's like, it's time for me to break my silence and speak Mm -hmm. out about this. Mm -hmm. And I, like, Jeff didn't even react to the whole episode, I don't think. No, he had to cut it off because he was like, I can't watch any more of this. Which I totally get. Totally get. So it's like, I think we saw like 30, 35 minutes of it. I, you and I both Mm -hmm. felt like ill No, like, it. I could have thrown up. Like, it was... Disgusting. It was just, like, things that make, the, like, your stomach drop. Because you're, like, you're lying. Like, you're blatantly lying about this. Like, even based on things that you've put out on the internet already, you're lying. Like, within the first, like, three minutes, not even, like, minute and a half, maybe, David has the nerve to be, like, that, the, the day of the accident was the worst day of my life. And then literally two seconds later was, like, when it happened on uh, whatever day that was. So you don't remember the date of the worst day of your life? That seems far-fetched for me. I just, like, can't imagine. Excuse me. I can't imagine. (laughs) That was a powerful verb. It was. Can't imagine, A, being responsible for, like, a life-altering injury to someone. And then, B... Having the nerve to claim that the day that that happened was the worst day of your was life was the worst day of my life. Yeah. yeah, Jeff almost died. Yeah, no, it was a breeze for him. Like I, <laughs> he almost died. It was the best day of his life. Like <laughs> David. And then again, David is like peddling this narrative of it was Jeff's fault. Yeah, it was or it was Jeff's idea. And then you know Jeff didn't want people thinking it was his idea. Yeah, he made him make him a promise. To... He made a deathbed request to me. To, like, when Jeff was talking about that, I was, like, losing it. Yeah. Jeff's like, yeah, like, my face just my got brain smashed in. My out. brain was hanging out of my head, and I'm laying there in the hospital like, David, please don't tell people <laughs> this was my fault. <laughs> no, because, like, the best part of it was, like, Jeff had already spoken about, like, when he did say something similar to mm-hmm. that to David. So, like, that part was already out, and then to watch David try to reach for that as, like, an explanation as to how it was Jeff's fault. Like, Jeff said he was all, like, sur- like bandaged up in the car, and Courtney Kardashian was on FaceTime with David, and David puts the camera to Jeff and goes, look what this idiot did. Yeah. And Jeff said, like, no, we're not doing, we're that. Not doing <laughs> that, we're not making this, like, my idea, my yeah. fault. So David's like, hmm, yeah, he said that to me, so let's... Let's spin this into a yeah. whole, like, narrative that I'm making up. It's so incredibly gross. And then there's a part in the episode of Views where they're talking about, like, the little documentary that Jeff did about the accident and all of that stuff. And David's like, yeah, like, they told me that they wanted me to cry in the documentary. And, like, I just think that's really weird. And it's like, 
my like they nobody like literally needed to see you like break down yeah no one was like we're gonna make them cry like that's not what they meant they meant that like could you show any ounce of human emotion (laughs) or remorse and even natalie who's like sitting on the couch not adding anything literally why um, was she there i didn't even know she was there until like that (gasps) one until like like, several minutes in surprise entrance (laughs) jump scare um like even Natalie was like, why would that be bad for you to cry in the documentary? And they just didn't talk about that. Yeah. They were just like, just because I just thought it was weird. I don't know. It <laughs> like, was, okay. Like, that part was so, like, crazy and, like, telling because, again, like, not to Shane Dawson it, but I do think David Dobrik is a sociopath. Yeah. And, like, that part in particular kind of drove that point yeah. home because he, you could see it in his face that he could not understand why people wanted him to be empathetic why they'd want to see emotion from yeah. him he was like well why would they want that because like, you almost killed someone like, why would they want you to feel bad about almost killing your friend um and then that oh and the other part that i was like really when he was like you know like when jeff was in the hospital i just like i don't know what to do in a situation like be that. goofy like do you be serious or do you be goofy <laughs> you be goofy <laughs> You be goofy. You be goofy. And I was like, that was so wild to me. And again, it's just like, it kind of just speaks to the fact that I think, like, David has had, like, a pretty charmed life, obviously. Um, Where it's just like, wow, like, you don't even know how to act. No. In a situation like Like that. Like, I I don't understand that. Like... Even if you didn't have any involvement, if I, if this was you, you were on an excavator, I had nothing to do, I wasn't there, but your face had been smashed in, Mm -hmm. and your brain was hanging out of your head, I wouldn't come to the hospital and be like, do I be goofy? Like, I don't, like, what do you mean? Are you not concerned for your friend maybe not being alive anymore? It's just, it is such, like, a fascinating no. thing to observe. It lit- I sent you the clip, but it literally reminded me of an episode of It's Always Sunny, where Dennis is like, yeah, she's like, making me have feelings again. Do you remember feelings? And Mac is like, do I remember feelings? I have feelings every day of my life. And Dennis goes, you do? It's <laughs> like, yeah. That's what it reminded me of, because it was like, he was so, like, taken aback that someone would be like why aren't you upset about this yeah wild the whole thing was crazy and it's like obviously it's like really like not just like the accident has affected jeff but like this whole like thing with david and it's like i hate it because it's like i don't really want to feel bad for jeff i don't think he's like a particularly great guy but like i just like can't sit there and like watch him and react to this and not feel bad because you can just see it in his face yeah. like that man is broken it's like how can someone who is supposed to be your friend mm-hmm. almost killed you does not care and then is also making it seem like it was your fault that you almost died like I just, there's like no that's such an insane level of like betrayal <laughs> i just, and then like oh my god and then it's like the thing with the hospital bills yeah. and like apparently like, David had been paying for those, but then, like, he, like, missed a payment, and then, like, it fucked up, like, Jeff's credit or something, but then, like, David's like, oh, no, like, I've, I've paid all the hospital, yeah. but Natty's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was killing me, too, about the episode of Views was, like, Jason's weird little soft voice that he was oh, putting on. Oh, my God, thank you for bringing that up. Did that not make you want to, like, crawl out of your skin? No, I was like, what is this, like, I wanted Dr. To shed. Drew? It was like, so weird. Like, he was like, 
Do you want to get into that then, David? Should no, it was like that? He, it was Who like he are was you? playing like therapist. Yeah, I was like, just because you have the couch, babe, doesn't mean. Like, and um, how did how that, that make you feel? feel? Oh wait, no. Feelings. Oh no, feelings. No. Okay, got it. Just like um, yeah. Do you do you want to get into that? <laughs> and also, <laughs> why don't we talk about that? Yeah, David, let's get into your feelings about that. Um. And also the fact that he was like, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't force people to do something they didn't want to do. Like, Jason, have you seen any video that you've been in of David's ever where you're literally forced to do something you don't want to do? That's your lot in life at this point is doing things you don't want to do for David. So Like, again, that was just, like, another blatant lie. It's like, we all know that David coerces people into doing things for videos. Like, that... That was a huge topic of conversation there a couple summers ago. Yeah. People were talking about it. Um, and so it's just, like, to sit there and be like, no, like, David would never. Like, you would never. You would never do yeah. that. You just, like, that's not you. That's not who you are. It's like, like yeah, no, that's very much about? who he is. It's just the whole thing is so crazy. Um, and I, I just, like, it makes me sick to think that I ever liked David yeah. that I ever like thought he was funny and entertaining nice guy. nice guy like it makes me like sick yeah that is a huge like ugh. he gives very very bad vibes now that we horrible. know horrible that we know more of like the goings on there absolutely disgusting I do feel really badly for Jeff yeah and like I I hope he takes legal action yeah. the end of his video made it sound like he was going to but yeah. he's also said that a couple times and then not gone anywhere with it and i understand the hesitation because it's still like oh but it was like he was my friend he is my friend or whatever but it's like no you no. need to get what you need like you need him to pay for your medical stuff and you yeah. need to like get that done and just like for once in his life david needs to face consequences yeah. the fact that seat geek is still working with him is a little crazy like, I also liked the towards the end of the video, like, Jeff brought up the fact that David literally facilitated a sexual assault. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's let's get back on that let's, topic for a second. Let's talk about that momentarily. Because I feel like that kind of came and went really yeah. quickly. And, you know, I'm glad that Jeff kind of, like, brought that back into the conversation. It feels like he's getting that more now. Yeah. Maybe he read the article finally. Maybe that helped him get it a little bit more. The man who <laughs> didn't read. Um, yeah, and I th- I'm glad that Jeff was finally like, I didn't buy the alcohol. There was alcohol already yeah. in the house. Yeah. He was like, I was like, I've been five years sober. Like, I wouldn't have gone and yeah. bought that. That's like all things that he could have said from the when beginning. this came out. But he was trying to protect his friend. Oh God! And like, look where that got him. Yeah. It's and Jason is just like the saddest man on the face of the planet. No, let's speak on that for a second. It's just like you're too grown up for this. No, like you are a middle aged man. You have middle aged just pushing it. No, that's you're planning on living to a yeah. hundred. <laughs> that's it's in the middle of something. <laughs> but grown ass man with children, um, doing this as a job. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> It is so deeply sad and embarrassing. It is. And it's just, like, oh, Like, everyone in, like, David's little, like, vlog squad makes me feel icky to, like, a varying extent. But, like, Jason really takes the cake with that one. Because it's, like, 
you should know but like you yeah. you had a life before you yeah. met like i feel like all of the rest of them are like still like relatively young and they've all kind of like come up together in like this youtube world and so it's like you haven't really like known something other than this yeah. it's like okay but like jason like you had a whole life before you met david like did you not learn like morals ethics yeah. anything like that self-respect no None of that. You definitely just, not self-respect. Definitely just missed that, I guess. Self-respect, no. <laughs> he doesn't know her. He doesn't, never met. He was a very sad, sad individual. It, it's, yeah. And it's like, I, again, I feel bad for Jeff, which I don't want to, but it's like, throughout all of this, even now that Jeff's been, like, talking about David and kind of, like, going against him, he's still said, you know, like, I love Jason. Like, yeah. he's, like, still a good friend of mine. And so the fact that, like, Jason just, like, sat there yeah. and, like... and was like, you would never do that, David. Just, like... David, you're Pacified so David the entire yeah. time and was just, like, going along with, like, the blatant lies yeah. he was telling. It's like, that sucks. Yeah. And it's just, like, I just hope, like, the sooner Jeff realizes that, like... These people aren't his friends. These people aren't his friends. Yeah. And they are always going to choose David. Yeah, because he's... He's their, their meal ticket. Yeah. You don't need these people in no. your life. You need to sue these people. Like, you need to get your monies. Get back in the good graces of Ethan. Yes. He said that he would still have you on. He yep. said, you know what? That's fine. Call in. I'll have you on. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be good for you. <laughs> it never, it is. never is. That made me laugh so hard. No, like, I truly cackled. But it's like, get back in Ethan's good graces. And, like, he will help you out. Yeah. Like, Ethan is being sued by somebody constantly. Ethan is, like, very comfortable with being a punching bag for people. Yes. But he's, like, I know that entertainment is coming from this, and I know that, like, more to talk about is coming for this. So, like, I he doesn't care that you're, like... I think when it gets to the level where people are showing up at his house and threatening him well, and his children, that's, that's a different horrifying. story. But, like, he's not gonna be against someone coming and cussing him out on his podcast. No, like, he's... Exactly. Like, that's not gonna be an issue. Because, like, this is the thing... As, like, Ethan, I feel like, understands that, like, there is internet drama. Yeah. And then there's, like... Life. Like, <laughs> again, like, Ethan has, like, a wife and two yeah. children. Like... <laughs> and they have a very successful business. A super successful... Like, businesses. Yeah. Like, Ethan is, like, honestly thriving. And, like, the whole... Like, all of this is, like, kind of just, like, a joke to him. Like, like he is in on the joke, yeah. you know? He doesn't take any of this, like, that seriously, but he's, like, a really good person to have, have in your, your corner. Yeah. So, <laughs> figure it out, Jeff. Figure it out. Because David can't, he can't keep Sue getting away with him. it. He can't keep getting away with it. I'm so Sue sick him. of this little Sue weasel him. just being able Weaseling to, like, slither his way through yeah. and escape unscathed. I know. Like, oh, he lost some sponsorships for a few months. Momentarily, When yeah. the Dirty Dom stuff came out. Now he has a show on Discovery. Like, he's fine. He's, he's doing fine. fine. And he shouldn't be. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be, be fine. And I'm so sick of it. Please make this man um, accountable for at least one action. Just a single action. <laughs> Just, like, one terrible and, like, thing he's done. And this, there's enough to go around. Like, this could not be more cut and dry. No. There is literally footage of yeah. him driving this yeah. excavator. And Corinna was on it first. Yes. David and she Corinna. said, David, you go too far with things. Yes. Isn't it so scary to think that, like, she could be dead? Yes. Like... 
this whole thing, it's like, David is so lucky. And he, he doesn't and realize he doesn't, it. he doesn't see anything wrong with any of it. No. He is so lucky Jeff isn't dead. Like, like for a number of reasons. But you wouldn't have a choice. Like, there would be no, like, will he sue him, will he not yeah. sue him. Like, you would be responsible. It's like, will he go to jail or won't he go to jail? Death. No, it's insane. And it's just like, yeah, it's crazy to think that, like, Corinna was on it, like, mere moments yeah. before this happened. Because it's With like, the rope sliding off. Because it's, like, if Jeff came that close to death, it's, like, Corinna's, like, an itty-bitty yeah. little thing. Yeah. It would have taken a whole lot less for her to be, like, fatally yeah. injured. God, it's so scary. The whole thing is so scary. I hope he gets uh, what's coming to him. I hope so. I hope karma is real. Because yeah. if anybody deserves it... It's him. It's that guy. It's him. Mm-mm. Just body shiver. No, like truly, just ick. One big ol' ick. Oh my god. We thumped him. <laughs> Pop thumping? Mwamba. Soundtrack of my life. life. Uh, is there anything else? Um, I do want to talk about the Gabby Hanna of it all, her yes. new project, but I feel like it's a lot. Okay. So I feel like maybe I'll save that for the next episode. Okay. Because there's a lot to get into. Okay. Um, basically she has a podcast now. Um, I can't explain it. I can't, there's a lot of drawing and a lot of voiceover and I just need to take time to formulate okay. how I'm going to tell you Is she this. getting involved in the art community? Yes. She said the... Well, she is the supreme artist. She said the creep show art thing <laughs> has left an opening. I'm going I'm in. warming my way I'm in. Go- it's very that. She's she's calling it like a project too, like her new project instead of just being like, I'm making YouTube videos still <laughs> on a different channel. Um, it's a project, so I'll check in with you next week or the oh week after if we're doing it bi-weekly. Incredible. I cannot but wait. I feel like there's a lot to get into. I will okay. watch some more of the episodes and get back oh, to you. No. God bless you. <laughs> I'm committed to my craft. You're so brave. And my craft is watching bad YouTube videos <laughs> and podcasts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what an important and craft it is. I'm just kidding. And making one. Uh, no. No, this is a great podcast. It is. It's a great Fight bi-weekly us. podcast. <laughs> or weekly. It's bi- bi-weekly. 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 <laughs> um, we're losing it. Is there anything else? Do you want excuse? I don't think so. Okay. I just think, like, you should follow us. Yeah. On social media. I have to agree. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. You can email us. <laughs> you can email us. <laughs> email your ass, too. <laughs> email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Email us, too. <laughs> You can visit our website, theodestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. Do you want to go somewhere? And you and your ass want to go somewhere. Your ass <laughs> wants to be on this website. <laughs> Email ass. <laughs> we have merchandise for merchandise. You can go to the website and click the merch tab. 
or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. You can. Check it Get out. Get our cute little ass. <laughs> pieces of clothing, <laughs> notebooks, tote bags. So many items. I almost said tote books. Tote books. Tote books. Open this book. Patent it. <laughs> um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Cast. Other places? Who's to say? Unsure. Certainly not us. It's a mystery. Um, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, you can leave us a written review. Send us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. They're limb-dish. They are so limb. They are so dish. That's and, all there is to and say. And you want them. <laughs> and you better get them. <laughs> send your Send us. Send us. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcast.